This is Badass Billy Gunn, 11-time WWE Tag Team Champion, Intercontinental Champion, Hardcore Champion, and you're listening to IcoPod. You got to hear this. And if you're not listening to this, I got two words for you. Suck it. And we're back with episode 197 of Ico Pod. I am Bob Collin Jr. With me, as always, is Austin Skinner and Dallas Gridley. Fellas, we have finally moved past Beware of Dog, whether it be part one or part two. And now we are fully going towards King of the Ring 1996, and we got a bunch of qualifying matches that we have to first get through. We are only three weeks away before we have... King of the Ring, which Austin has gone on record saying that thus far, 1993 is really the only good one, and I don't think I can disagree with him. <laughs> Are we looking forward to a 1996 version of this, and who would be your guys' favorite to potentially win the 1996 King of the Ring? Hog. Hawk, did you say? Hawk. Yeah, Justin Hog Bradshaw. No, Hog. Oh, Hog. Oh, he's better. Know. Henry Godwin. Uh, I don't know. He's the only one I can remember from the bracket. I could potentially see Mark Miro winning because he's like newer and they don't know what to do with him. Um, I don't really remember a whole lot of the bracket to be honest. I don't know if he's in it, but like gut reaction of how they've booked it before and how it's gone. Ahmed Johnson. Yeah, I could see that making sense. Is he? And even, they've done that before. I don't think he's. Well, he lost to fucking what's his face, Vader in the first round already. Well, then they're dumb. Because that's who they're building is like this wicked over dude. Yeah, he was. I'm trying to. Fu- All right. Well, if there's no strong baby faces at this okay, point, here we go. The King of the Ring. Who, yeah, okay, so do you put it on. So Vader defeated Ahmed Johnson in the first round already. Alright, well, fuck them. And then we've 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 only had two qualifying matches So Ultimate Warrior and Goldust was a double count out. Oh my god. Yeah, that's so right. Here's the remaining mm-hmm. first round bracket. Jake Roberts against Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I would assume Helmsley would win that. I would hope fucking so. Oh we have God, Justin Hawk Bradshaw against Henry Godwin. I would assume Bradshaw, since Godwin's a tag wrestler now. I guess. Steve Austin against Bob Holly. Steve Austin. <laughs> That's, yeah. easy. That's easy. Savio Vega against Marty Jannetty. Savio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mark Merrow against Skip Merrow. Right. And then Owen Hart against Yoko. I would assume Owen. Right. Okay, so out of those guys, well, anybody in the first round aside from Ahmed and uh, Warrior Goldust, who are your favorites do you think that would win it? I don't know, man. Miro still kind of sticks out to me. Yeah, and you could say Savio. 
Savio's made Savio. it to the finals. He's made it to the finals before. Maybe this is his year to do that. I don't know. Um, I feel like there was another guy. No, no, no. Maybe Owen. Since they've already elevated Bulldog, maybe they're going to elevate Owen next. Do you think they would have it win it? Tw- he would have it, have him win it twice in three years. Maybe. First time. Maybe. It would only build the Owens persona of being over the top and annoying with all his accomplishments. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. But I like that I don't know. Because really, all the guys that are going to be moving forward, we assume, from the first round, is a wild card. I mean, there is no standout obvious choice, which I think is how it should be. I would think that Vader would be the favorite. I could see that, but... I don't know. He's not doing anything either. I don't know. Yeah, he's got no momentum. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And they like to hotshot guys in King of the Ring. Fucking Mabel wins it out of nowhere in 95. It's just like, oh, Mabel's going to win. We don't care. We're doing it. We're making a guy. Um, Owen made sense. Brett made sense. I don't know. I don't know if they're just going to hotshot somebody again, somebody who just got here and is, like, going to make a big splash, and here you go whether you like it or not. Like Dallas says, maybe a Mark Merrow. Um, Or they're going to choose somebody that would make the most booking sense, like, a, I guess, a Vader or somebody that they see prolonged into the main event picture out of the guys that are listed, which is not very many. Um, if Mankind had been in this, easily I would have picked Mankind. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really great point. But I, they seem to have other plans for him. Well, at least with the, after yeah. his attack on The Undertaker. Screwing him out of the casket match. I, I'm choking on my spit. In your house, beware of dog. Two. I don't know. If it was me booking and me making the decision, I'm either having Owen go over, have it be Owen and Sean for the program, trying to, oh, Brett couldn't beat you, but I can beat you because I beat Brett at WrestleMania before, so I'm better than Brett anyway, and do that storyline. Or you go... I don't know, you have Savio win and maybe at least challenge Sean for the belt or something. Definitely not win it, but I don't know. That's what King of the Ring is anyway. It's just a kind of a way to give some guy a push. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. There's weird choices. There's a lot of new guys in it. And there's no real runaway answer to me. Bob says Vader. I don't know if he's a real runaway answer. I don't think he has that momentum going into it, but I definitely don't doubt them doing it as if, put it this way, if they can make Mabel the king of the ring, they can make fucking Bob Holly king of the ring at this point. Who the fuck knows? I wouldn't even hate that if Bob Holly would. No, because then, you're again, you're hot-shotting a guy and using king of the ring to make him somebody. They fucking did it before. 
Well, and that's what I kind of think King of the Rings should be. King of the Rings should be the type of tournament where you make a guy. Yeah. Instead of, why like, not? just using a regular... Like, that's why I can appreciate the attempt with Mabel. It was just the wrong guy. Right. Should have been Savio. That one. I mean, realistically, if you're going to do that, can you do that with Skip? Because Sonny's so featured, so Skip will be over. And make him and Sean a program, and it's got to do with Sonny and all that shit, building off the Diana shit? I don't know. I mean, and then I guess... you're stemming into real life, because it is real life. Yeah, but you would have to... I don't I think know. that's tough. I mean, you'd have to definitely repackage him as not being skipped. Because I can't see, like, SummerSlam 96, Shawn Michaels against Body Donna Skip. No, yeah. It well, yeah, he, he would definitely have to evolve. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's going to be interesting, to say the least. Yes, it is. Oh, absolutely. Um, all right, well, for the last few weeks, a uh, few episodes, there haven't been... Any observer notes? Uh, because, well, frankly, we had to get through a two-parter of a pay-per-view, and then with the raw yeah. in between, it just didn't make sense. You don't want to spoil anything or whatever. Right. But regardless, despite all of that, there's really not a whole lot going on backstage. So <laughs> there are a few notes, mostly kind of interesting opinions. Well, one of them is an interesting opinion from Dave that I'm going to read. Uh, and then there's a potential, um, well, there was a potential conclusion for Bulldog against Michaels, but that won't end up happening. I'll read that as well. So only a couple of things. But first, In Your House Part 1, Beware of Dog, got a whopping 13 thumbs up and 44 thumbs down. Rookie mm. numbers. So not wow. a lot of people even were going to Care to vote. Yeah. yeah. Well... And, and, you know, I think that's those are that's always fun to see because it just tells you that no one gave a shit or or they didn't care enough to. Be, yeah, it was just they're so go out over the it. Way. They were like, I'm not going to tell them what I thought about this because it was I, such trash. I think that even speaks more volumes of how bad it is if people don't even want to respond to it. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Uh, Triple H, Hunter Hurst Helmsley and Marrow were the best match. While Shawn Michaels and Bulldog was voted the worst match, considering they didn't even know they were on pay-per-view, and it was headlock central. So I think I can understand that. I don't know if I agree with the best match being Helmsley and fucking Marrow. I could, I guess I understand why some people maybe thought that, but I think Savio and Steve Austin I had a pretty so good too. match. Well, no, guys, part one. Oh, part one, part one. Not both. Oh, then part one. fucking absolutely. Okay. Yeah, part one. Okay, okay. Yeah. Between both shows, it's definitely Austin Vegas, the best match. No doubt. But that's just for part one. Okay. Um, here is the... I'm having trouble swallowing. I don't know if that's a good sign or not. Oh, my goodness. <coughs> I am. I'll give you something to swallow. Yeah, well, great. It wouldn't be the first time I've heard that. And it wouldn't be the first time that I had swallowed something from Austin. Anyway, the belief oh. is this is a this is an opinion from Dave Meltzer. <laughs> the belief is Vader isn't getting, you know. And let me just say, I mean, there was reasons why Austin and I cuddled on a couch. Okay, and I'll just leave it at that. The it's gone is, farther. Yeah. Uh, the belief is Vader 
isn't getting over as the killer heel that they'd hoped for. Although no fucking shit, man. Yeah, no, no uh, way. Although he does look to be the favorite to win the King of the Ring. Get this, right? The reasoning for why they think that he isn't getting over is as a killer heel is because of his weight. Oh my god! What a horrible. That's the dumbest reasoning I've ever. This is not true. It's, it's not the booking. No, it's because he's fat. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Vader got over immediately with the monsoon angle, which I, I mean, I tend to agree with that. He looked pretty. I mean, it was a, an effective way to kind of bring him in out of, yeah, outside. Yeah, I agree. Uh, since that point, his matches have been too long and too competitive for someone on his way up that they want to get over as a killer. Once he's over as a killer doing long competitive matches and still winning allows the opponent to get over by giving him a good fight and losing. However, a killer needs to be fed for a long time and WCW feeds its faces, but not it's not it's heels in this day and age. Everyone knows about jobs. I think he meant WWF feeds its faces. Right. Uh, and that's in this day and age. Everyone knows about jobs being done in arenas and doing all those quick jobs so the top talent tells fans he isn't a killer at all, but just another big heel given the same push WWF gives all of its heels. Simply a guy to be fed to the faces to keep them over. WWF should know better because they did the prototype of how to do this with Yokozuna, who wasn't even knocked off his feet for the first few months, and they fed him everyone until he was over, and then he was used to get others over. Which is a very good point. They protected yeah. Yokozuna for probably almost six months before his interaction with Duggan. Where Duggan was the first one to actually knock him off his feet. Right. right. And it got Duggan over more as a result right. of doing it. Yep. Um, according to, and this is the last note here, according to one source, the storyline conclusion to the Bulldog Michaels deal was supposed to be that it would come out that it was Diana who tried to seduce Michaels and he turned her down. And then as a woman scorned, she made up this tale. The same source said that neither uh, Diana or Davey were comfortable with that portrayal, and that won't be how it ends up. Hmm. I I wouldn't buy it either, because honestly, the way we've seen Diana on TV historically, as well as currently, it does it seems like out of character. Where Sean has been a bastard bad guy before, and you know he's a ladies' man, so you could maybe picture that Sean was trying to schmooze her a little bit. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I don't picture Diana like that, and I don't think people watching would at this point either. Would it make for more interesting TV? Yeah, because it'd be like, oh, shit, there you go. She's doing that. But I don't know how many people would buy into it. You know what? I think for me, I don't believe it because I think, I think Sean would fuck her. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's just my professional opinion. Well, he would definitely look at her brown eye. <sighs> oh, my God. What can I say? Nothing I can say to that. I mean, I guess you're probably right. Yeah, I don't know. He could have one eye focus on the brown eye. Because he's got a wandering one, and then the other eye would probably just... Oh. Uh, the whispering at, eye. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Well, we got that out of the way. Uh, house show notes. There's one. It's in West Palm Beach, Florida. Hey! 
May 30th, 1996. It's a sellout. 4,777 fans. I'm going. Well, you might. I don't think this is a bad card. Um, And I say that in the first two matches, you guys are probably going to be like, what the fuck? But here we go. Duke Jarose pinned Aldo Montoya. Oh, fuck. The Bushwhackers defeated Marty Jannetty and Leaf Cassidy. Oh, fuck. Owen Hart and David Boy Smith defeated Ahmed Johnson and Jake Roberts by disqualification. <laughs> Justin Hawk Bradshaw defeated Barry Horowitz. <sighs> the Godwins defeated WWF Tag Team Champions The Smoking Guns by Countout. Savio Vega defeated Steve Austin. Uh, Ahmed Johnson, a substitute for Ultimate Warrior, defeated Vader. Oh, yeah, motherfucker. The Undertaker defeated Mankind. Mm. Mark Merrow defeated 100 Hertz Soundsley. Mm. And in your main event, WWF World Champion Shawn Michaels defeated WWF Intercontinental Champion Goldust. Ooh. My bitch ass might be getting front row for this. I think I'm going to that show. Count me in, guys. Sign. It's just it, it's a weird card. Yeah, it's uh, it's it is definitely, and it, there wasn't too much cringe on it. Or fluff. Yeah, I mean, once you get past like the first two matches, I think it turns into. Dude, like I'm going. Show. I'm going to. Uh, all right, well, I'm also going to go to the June 3rd, 1996 edition of Monday Night Raw. Nah. Season 4, episode 22, if you want to follow on on Peacock. But you know what? Maybe you just listen to us. Save yourself the time. The runtime is 45 minutes and 45 seconds. Fuck. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to count down from 5. And when I say play, hit the fucking play button. No, dude. Shit. Uh, and then we'll get this going. I mean, okay. I remember we're three weeks out from King of the Ring, so let's see how this plays out. You guys ready or what? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Five, four, three, two, or one, a play. The World Wrestling Federation. Here's a thunderstorm graphic for no fucking reason. <laughs> That's such a 90s thing. Fucking thunder and lightning. They should put porno sounds to this video. So it's like gold dust kissing Ahmed and it's like. (laughs) It's currently him talking over it. Oh my God. Holy shit, gold dust. It's me. Oh. (laughs) What the fuck? He was doing the Shawn Michaels Playgirl with the fucking IC strap. He sure was. I know where Sean got it. You're damn right. I wouldn't be surprised. That's what they did. We're getting some shots of new guys here. I saw Mark Merrow was already in the opening. Yeah, I did too. Uh, we got fucking well, Sparky well, Plug in the ring here. Welcome to WWF Raw. Well, he's uh, is he is this going to be Steve Austin or whatever? Because it's probably a qualifying match. Oh, match. yeah, maybe. This is the first time we'll see him out of uh, the umbrella of the Million Dollar Man. 
If that's the case, yeah, if that's the case. Yeah. What is King bullshitting about? He just did kissy lips. I guess I should turn subtitles off. He's just bullshitting, man. Here comes is Steve Austin. Yes, conspicuous by his absence. Ted oh, this, is not a, this is not qualifying matches. This is just the straight first round. What? So these matches, so like Ahmed and that, and those guys, that was the first round. These aren't qualifying matches. They're the actual first round. Wait, why? I don't know. That's what I just said. Maybe yeah. they're counting qualifying as if it is first round, kind of? Oh, that's weird. I don't like that. Yeah. We're getting full footage from last night here, by the way. Ted DiBiase gets his ass canned. Na 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 na. We need more broad wrestling on the show. I miss fucking um, Bill Nakano matches. Well, we're not gonna get any of that because uh, Alundra blazes with WCW. Yeah, she fucked it all up. Uh, Bob Holly's getting his face here. I think like Medusa only has like twelve matches in her entire WCW run. Which I means- believe that. Yeah, I believe that. I think you're right, and I think it's pretty wild. I mean, it's probably more than twelve, but like televised ones is probably like yeah, 12. right. Bob Holly's in his best fucking racing gear here again. Holly's looking fucking jacked. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He needs to, the top needs to come down so he can show off the bot a little bit I more. I agree. He's trying to get he's, back on TV. Well, he's definitely built. His upper body's built. You know what I? You know what WCW should do? Huh. They should do like a, a similar like what they'll do later on here in '96. But you know the whole NWO Sting thing. They yeah. should sign Brett and then also sign Bob. And then have Bob be like a fake Brett. <laughs> <laughs> so you got like fake Sting and you got the fake Hitman because it's Bob Holly. Okay. <laughs> Why not? He could pull it off. I think he absolutely could pull it off. If he were to get fired like next week, he could go on the Indies and be like, I'm Brett uh, Hitman Hart. And people would be like, okay. I think he'd have to dye his hair a little darker. Darker, yes. Yeah. But yeah, I could see that. I'm just excited like, for the uh, the return of Diesel and Razor Ramon. You'd have to comb it as well. Because uh, I expect that sometime soon. They're probably sick of WCW by now. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, it's been about uh, what, uh, two weeks? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're done. <laughs> Steve Austin's working over the knee, guys. Oh, Bob is, he's not happy. He doesn't want his knee to get hurt. Come on, Riff, I need my leg for the, for the, the gas pedal. There's something throwing me off. I don't think these guys' styles mesh very well. Well, you would think it would because they're brawlers. Yeah, I don't know. It just feels like Bob Holly's a cartoon character, and Steve Austin really isn't. 
I think that's what it is for me. Like, it just seems weird that these two are fighting right now. It when Bob Holly is yeah. definitely, he's still in, in occupation, and Steve Austin mm-hmm. is clearly not. Right. Like, I put this Steve Austin in with, like, a Mankind, where it's not really a... It's, it's a gimmick for the 1990s. Yeah, where it's he's not like this, Right. It's more of a, a persona rather than a, a role. Yeah. Like, Bob well, Holly's playing the role of a race car driver. Yeah. Steve well, he Austin's is a race car a persona. Well, Bob Holly is a race car driver. Well, you know what I mean. Well, we know, like... Uh, Excuse me. We know that there's a bunch of uh, other occupational guys coming in down the road here. Uh, and we've also had dentists and stuff. And we still see these guys. So here's yeah. my is are these occupational wrestlers going to be just enhancement guys? I that's think that would make more sense. Yeah, that's the way it seems. It seems like they're they're definitely becoming more and more passe with each week. Because, because, like, you know, you look at the 80s, right? You'd have, you know, one-man gang beating up uh, Dwayne Gill, which has right. no substance. But if one-man gang were to beat up Isaac Yankum, the evil dentist, I right. guess there's probably more substance to that. Right. There's more of a reason to not like him. Right. Yeah, like, there's a char- like two characters instead of a character and just a random guy. Yeah. It has, like, some personality showing as well, so. To me, it's almost like fans are to the point where, especially what's going on at over WCW, a real guy that's multidimensional is more interesting than a smiling, high-fiving race car driver guy. Yeah. Like, Steve Austin could be three different characters at once instead of just having to be the race car guy. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that shift is already really happening. I think Sean plays a part in that. Sean's like the boy toy heartthrob, but also like the badass athletic wrestler. Yeah, his his persona is not dependent on a character. Right. Right. I Sean's I think a good example of an early breakaway version of that. Yeah, I think that's an interesting point. What is uh what's Bret Hart's gimmick? I don't he think likes, he has he, he like hearts. <sighs> yeah, blue chippers, you know chip off the old block kinda technician sort of deal. And what's Ahmed Johnson's character? Oh, Badass motherfucker. With knee pads. Ahmed Johnson's gimmick is like fucking New Jack meets Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Steve Austin's sweating quite a bit here against the yeah. race card. I don't think the bad. action... The action hasn't been too bad, I, I feel. No, but I feel like it is quite a bit back and forth, and maybe it shouldn't be. 
Well, could you make the argument that maybe Steve Austin not having the guidance of Ted DiBiase is a factor? Sure. Sure. Yeah, okay. I, I don't see why not. I feel like Dallas has like oh. a bunch of like one-liner recordings, and he just presses a button. <laughs> like he's got a soundboard. Soundboard, yeah. He's just Man. like, yeah, okay, cool. I remember me and Austin used to do prank calls with soundboards. They're so good. Oh my, yeah, my buddies used to do that all the time. Oh, what? Goldust was just rubbing his junk. What the hell? Why was that? didn't it went quickly Wait. to commercial? <laughs> <Yeah>. Quickly. <laughs> that was hilarious. Why did they just show that as they faded to black for the commercial? Keep keep you tuned in to see this guy uh, dressed up in gold uh, touching himself. Can't wait. Um, some of the best soundboards, jumping back on that, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger immediately jumps to mind. I was going to, that's the one that I remember the most. Yeah. Um, I would say him for sure. Um, there was another one too. I can't remember. That's was the one that sticks out the most though. Chris Hansen maybe had one. Wasn't it a Tom Cruise one or something? Jack Jack Nicholson or something like that? Yeah, and there was one, too, where it was like a host of a show. I don't know if it was a daytime TV talk show or something, but it had a lot of names in it, so you could get really far with it because you're you're mentioning people by name and stuff. I don't know. There's some good ones out there, but that was always fun to try and, like, click and answer their question as quickly as you can. Yeah, Yeah, right. Or you'd so have that, to say some that bullshit. Was the soundboard. That, no so that was the, that was the soundboard clip of Dale saying, "Yeah, right." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just slip in. Well, in the TNA podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, million dollar dream. Here you go. He's got a lot. His his spark. He's got to get rid of that finish. Yeah, his man, that guy that gave him the move isn't even there anymore. I know. He's got to get rid of that finish. It's boring. Well, not without Ted. I feel like there's no reason to have it anymore, so. Right. Here is your winner. The fans like him. Well, I would too because Ted's not there no more. Oh, Hawk defeated Hog already, and now Austin has defeated Holly. Oh, that must have been on Superstars. That's so weird they're doing King of the Ring matches on Raw. Well, once again, I I even was thinking that the bracket looked huge, but I really... I was just going to say, yeah, it's because it's too big. It's because the qualifying matches, they are turning into first-round matches, essentially. Yeah. yeah. This was last week. Of course, our last episode was War of Dog 2, so I don't remember that happening. It was real brief, and it seemed like for no reason. Like, well, why was King trying to get involved anyway? Well, if you look right on their hand, they have that Warrior comic book, which is yeah. pretty much the only reason he came back here. Yeah. Fans are yelling something at him. Oh, Jerry the King Lawler versus the Ultimate Warrior at King of the Ring. Oh, my God. Oh, great. Well, he's tired of hearing about his comic book. He's doing some art over here, he says. Look at him showing it. Like, yeah, this is the book, guys. This is the one that we had to buy, so you have to buy it now. 
he's been working on his a cover to his own comic book. And that's King beating up Warrior, and he's like deflated. The ultimate, the ultimate King. He's kissing the foot. That's actually pretty funny. Yeah, and Lawler. Yeah, Lawler is good. That's funny. Oh. Hey, Barry Horowitz. I like that he has the Jewish star on his tights. I was just going to (laughs) say. Remember when he won, like, a few matches and, like, getting a push? Yeah, dude. And now he's, like, not. No. Who is he fighting tonight? I feel like he's not going to have a good time tonight. Mankind. Oh. Oh, great. Well, there goes Barry. Yeah, this ain't going to be good for him. No. Sorry, I forgot. I didn't hit the right button. Oh, yeah, that's not good. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. TNA Cross the Line podcast. Oh, oh, oh brother. Or you got to do the, okay, well. <laughs> my name's Jim Ross. I'm backstage right now. You probably wonder why I can't talk out of my whole mouth. It's because I just had some really spicy barbecue sauce. Back to the ring, folks. <laughs> uh, Guys, we're seeing Tuesday. footage. Of the, this is not stills. This is legit footage. Oh, yeah, they're showing it. Because it's such a shit show. I was just going to say, they're like, listen, we didn't make any money off this fucking shit, so here you go. Oh, my God, where did they go? Let's go, Barry. Oh. That was quick. He got four him down to the mat, so now Mankind's probably going to rip his hair out. Da, da, da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Da, da, da. That's what Mick Foley does. He does a little bit of the Hulk Hogan. Yeah. How how do we feel about uh, Barry's mullet? I don't know the time. Yeah. I like that it's a mullet, but it's also like a ponytail. It, it is in a ponytail, yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. It's the best of both worlds. You know, what can I say? I feel like I can really relate to Mankind. Why, do you pull your hair out and... No, he just, I mean, like, his his clothes all rips. He just looks disheveled. Okay. He seems like the type of guy that, like, doesn't hang up his laundry after he uh, takes it out of the dryer. Like, that's the stuff I do. That's probably a fair point, actually. You know, so... I don't know. I, I feel like I've been compared to Mankind a couple of times in my life, too. You haven't? I have. The Undertaker is a reaper of tatered souls. Looks like Barry O's getting tatered here. Barry Horowitz, not Barry O, you son of a bitch. No. He's in the tree of woe. Oh my god, what's he gonna do? Running for him. Is it a bad sign if you struggle to swallow? Hey, Depends you probably what. got Covey. <sighs> Maybe if you sat up and went laying in bed cranking your neck forward, then you would be swallowing fine. 
Kuvi juice. You know, like Kuvi juice, but Kuvi juice. Oh, is the, is the juice. The juicy juice is bad, baby. He, do, he doesn't say juicy juice. <laughs> he says juicy juice. He does not. Yes, he does. Have you ever seen the Hoovitude Juicy Juice commercial? No, because it's not real. It is real. He had a juicy, like the juice box, Juicy Juice. (laughs) And he was drinking out of it, like the apple Juicy Juice. Well, when I met him at House of Hardcore, he told me that was a lie. See it, feel it. Well, it shouldn't be a lie. Touch it. Great marketing. Live it live. Oh my god, what the fuck? That is horrible. <laughs> Rockford, Illinois. Attitude adjusting oh, yeah, to Illinois. Moline, <laughs> Illinois. Chicago, Illinois. What a Salt shitty fucking thing. What's the theme of this tour? Attitude adjustment getting your brain electrocuted? <laughs> With the ring ropes. There's oh, gotta be, god. like, what's the tagline for it? Get adjusted. Get adjusted. Oh, Barry fighting back with some uppercuts. And you guys this match is going way too fucking long. Well, I think the fact that they got a... Oh, well, as soon as I said that. It, they got a commercial break, and then... Mankind's shoving his fingers down the guy's throat. Barry's putting up a bigger fight than Undertaker does. Absolutely. He's kicking his legs. He's dead. That's it. That's the bell. He's done. Oh my god. How sad. Did they give up on the foaming shit? It kind of looks like it. Yeah, I think they did. I've been thinking about shaving my eyebrows. Okay. Just off. Do you think that Mick Foley really liked walking around with patches missing out of his hair like that? I don't think he fucking cared. Yeah. I don't think Mick Foley's ever cared about the stuff he's done in his career. He's I mean, like, yeah. yo, are the checks good? All right. You gotta, you gotta think about this too. Kane, like before he unmasked, he was like walking around with half a head of hair, and he was burned. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jim Ross is. Wait, kind of... talking about? Do you have any words for the Undertaker at King of the Ring? He wants him to stand up and show just a little bit of pride. Right here. In Hartford, Connecticut. Bang, bang. No, nothing left to lose. Undertaker. You can't take my ear. It's already gone. Jim Ross is like, fuck, oh, that's... You can't take my teeth. That's disgusting. They're already gone. He's pulling his hair out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna goddamn puke. We're, uh, we're live here, pal. Am I not doing that? Listen here, Jim Ross. And Kayler, you're going to lose it all. I think he's talking about pulling out his pubes. Jim Ross is like, like, just fire me already, Vince. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. Motherfucker, he is. Goddamn. Damn it, I'm going to go make that barbecue ketchup now. Where's fucking Dr. Death? <laughs> uh, 
Guys, we're seeing a recap of the oh. match of the night candidate. I don't know about that. <laughs> no, it was voted the worst one. Yeah, it was not good. Uh, Bulldog oh, showing hey, Double pin. Oh, wow. Fucking Jose Lothario's like, fuck yeah. Diana's like, yeah, I finally have a championship. One week ago. You want to recreate the page scene with the NXT belt? <laughs> God. Holy shit. <laughs> no, my favorite, my favorite, my, you know what, my favorite video, or like, I think it was a video, was uh, Brad Maddox, like, filming Apollo Creed <laughs> fucking her. He's like zooming in right on her bubble. Like, holy what shit. What did you say, Apollo Creed? <laughs> Cruz? No, what's his name? Consequences Creed? Oh my fucking God. Xavier dude. Woods. Xavier Woods. It is kind yeah, of- he was in the butthole, for sure. Yeah, it was fucking weird. And now, every time I see Xavier Woods, I basically combined Rocky, his TNA uh, yeah. moniker, and WWE all together. Yeah. Uh, but every time I see him wrestle, I just always think about that. That's <laughs> just, so funny. He was begging her. Brad Maddox was like, yeah, dude, do it. <laughs> Yeah, fuck my girl, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're doing it better than me, man. Speaking of fucking doing it better, here's... Uh, Speaking of doing Gold stuff. Goldust doing a, a better... Uh, is there, like, a strobe light in the background? What is that? I think so. He's rubbing himself as he's uh, talking about Ahmed Johnson, right? Is that what's going on? Yeah, but on? He, it's only, like, a little fucking three-second blurb every time we see him. You probably well, can't have him on TV screen that long. That's what, what I'm doing? thinking. I think they're trying to limit how long he's actually on screen for. We're getting a recap of Ahmed killing everybody backstage. Uh, poor Bob Holly. There's there a goes Bret Hart. Hart. Yeah. yeah, right through the fucking door. It's me, Goldie Wang. I like the golden phone. Oh, he's quoting The Color Purple from 1985. He's claiming that he saved Ahmed Johnson's life. He I did. feel like his whole body should be gold, not just his face. No, Wait, look I at like his new it. Paint. Look at his new paint. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He said, haven't you heard of mouth-to-mouth resuscitation? I, I, I did whatever any caring person would have done. He's not lying. I know. It's kind of a face turn. He's saying, did you? Did, he didn't have it in him to let him expire in his heart of gold. I couldn't watch that dark chocolate man. Why is, why is this pose exactly how Bob is laying right now? I couldn't let that dark chocolate man melt away. I like the golden books back there. Well, I was actually really nervous that Bob didn't have pants what on. What the fuck is going on here? I just got wicked nervous. Oh, look, he's eating the ch- skinny. Oh. oh. Wait, look at Goldust chewing on the chocolate bar. Oh, damn, I don't have a chocolate bar. My favorite chocolate bar includes nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, uh, what in the fuck are you doing? I'm doing the Goldust. Put that thing away. Why don't you grow hair around your belly button, dude? 
There's there's hair in my belly, but what are you talking about? Oh. It doesn't look like it on the screen there. I do wish I had a hairy chest. Not like Bob, but... Bob, no. No. Oh, my God. We've already seen a nut, dude. We've seen enough. Yeah, I It's fine. I figured that you want to see the whole salami. I feel like I can really connect with Goldust right now. Okay, you said that about Mankind, too. So which one is it? Both. I feel like I can connect with uh, Mankind, Goldust, and Ahmed Johnson right now. Enough. <laughs> well, Ahmed and I have huge hogs. And then uh, Mankind... Oh, my God. He likes to like hurt himself, which I like to do that as well. And then Goldust rubs his chest all the time, and he's hitting on men. And I tend to do that as well. Like, don't look at my DMs with Jordan. <laughs> Leave it alone. Wait, don't we just that. cut right to the ring, and the fucking Godwins are in there like nothing's going on. Yeah. Somebody's never going to forget the name of Goldust. Holy fruit stand. The melons are on sale today with Sonny. Yeah, Jay Lawler just blatantly staring down her shirt. That's fine. Uh, Sonny's uh, right breast is bigger than her left breast, so we should probably get that fixed. Uh, hopefully, no, we we'll do that over the summer. Over the summer, you said? Sonny's is that the Techno Team 2000? Hopefully <gasps> not. Yes, uh, it is. Sonny's that... jugs look like two over-easy eggs held in place by a rusty fucking roof nail. I'll tell cool. you what. That is the director of authority in TNA Wrestling in 2003, Eric Watts. You got <laughs> Zip and Skip cutting a promo in the locker room area. They're like, that's right. This is our sex dungeon. And you notice Sonny's not in there. That's because we don't need her. We just bang each other. You want to talk about team of the 90s, buddy, where they're the team of the naughties. Because we're doing naughty shit back here. They're having a manager search. P.O. Box 3857 Stanford, Connecticut 06905. If you don't think I'm sending a letter to that fucking P.O. Box, then you don't know me because I'm going to do it. Come on, show Sonny's jugs. Oh, they must have told her to pull the shirt up. Are you fucking kidding me with these two, dude? Yeah, it's Eric Watts. Is he Come Travis on. or Troy? Wait, Travis. I, I actually like Techno Team 2000, so I no, think we're you like, don't. You don't yes, actually. I do. Dallas, is he Travis or Troy? Eric, which one is he? That I don't have an answer. He's to. Troy, dude. I think he's Troy. He's got to be Troy. He doesn't look like a Travis to me. I think he's Troy as well, but. I know you want me. I know you want me. Girl, I know you want me. The Godwins are good, dude. Yeah, I don't know, man. Take a lesson of what Phineas, they're cheering him, and you can see the big cum shot on my OnlyFans. Oh, my God. Phineas isn't the only one knows how to squeal like a pig. I do, too. Go to my OnlyFans and watch me squeal like a pig with Phineas rams me in the ass with a with his fucking pig stick or whatever. He just said, Sonny doesn't mind, and he go, she goes, yeah, that's right. He's the king, so they fucked. No, Sonny's out of his age group. Okay. They probably did fuck. Which is depressing, but... Here we go. He's like, oh, fuck. I gotta go get me some titties. <laughs> I'm gonna go get me... <laughs> 
Fuck this man, go give me some peas. <laughs> Fuck goddamn tea sitting over at the table. Fuck, can't focus. <laughs> Dude, come on with this bullshit, motherfucker. This is a good match, man. I don't stay up till 10 o'clock on a Monday night to see this crap, dude. Why not, dude? Jesus Christ. I don't what stay up till... time check here? Somebody. Uh, let's see. We are at 29 minutes and 52 seconds. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, that was good. He tried to fix his... <laughs> I made it worse. Yeah, it didn't even clip. I need to get me some overalls. You know what? I wish, you know, I think I know what's going to happen here, guys. I think Techno Team 2000 are going to win the tag team titles, and Sunny oh. will go with them, and then she'll yeah, revert okay. to 2000 Sunny. So she'll just come out, like, completely cracked out and, like, 55 pounds overweight. Oh, okay. That could work. <laughs> That's what I think is going to happen. Uh, speaking of overweight, Bob, do you, are you sad that you missed Joe Sweet's wedding? Oh, that's a great transition. <coughs> um, no, I'm not sad. I am annoyed, and I continue to be annoyed with uh, the whole situation oh. because, you know, Screech tried calling me. Yeah, he told us, but that's because he was hammered. Oh, I know, and that's why I didn't answer. Because I was well, like, and, number and, one, well, Screech and, has never called me in his life, so he's got to be intoxicated. But and Screech was like, dude, Bob, Bob, it's got to be here. I'm gonna call him, and I was right. like, okay, go ahead, and he did. Yeah. So I, I knew something was up. Yeah. But uh, this can, and we've talked about it on the podcast fairly regularly here. Okay. This whole narrative of that I unfriended Joe on Facebook. <laughs> it's like, dude, so I'm fucking 32 years old. Well, okay. that's At just no not point have you. I ever done it. No, that's just not you. I, only I, I know knew. what happened. I the know only, what happened. The only way I knew that we weren't friends is when he re-added me. Here, there's and one of two things. I was like, we things. weren't friends on Facebook, but I never there's addressed it. one of two things that happened. I'm really tempted to message him today, bro. I don't know what how this narrative has happened, but like it didn't happen. You need to knock it off. One of two things happened. Number one... Joe d- either deactivated or deleted his Facebook and then tried to re-add you. Or number two, this motherfucker, like he has done in the past to people, goes on a rampage, fucking deletes people off his shit, and then a week later tries to add people back again. I think that's what happened. It's one of two of those things. No doubt about it. And now things have just been blown out of proportion so much that really nobody knows, and there's really not a good reason. Well, I know for sure that I didn't do it because I don't care enough. Yeah, he didn't do anything to he didn't do anything to me to fucking have me do that. And you didn't do anything to him to have him do that to you. Right. So it's just one of those things where it's like a stupid. Now just nobody talks because of it. Yeah, I don't know. What is this? Clarence Mason is... Well, the Godwins won that match, by the way, with the slop drop, but is Clarence Mason suggesting that he's been assaulted by Gorilla Monsoon? I sort of think that's what's happening right now. Because he touched him in the 
on the back going to the backstage area? And he's wearing yeah. a neck brace because of that? Get out of here. That yeah, is dude. ridiculous. His injuries have gotten progressively <laughs> worse. He's got an arm in his sling because Gorilla Latsu touched his back. It can't be real. All right, we got Hunter Helmsley here, and he's with a, a lady of the night. A <laughs> lady of the night. Come take my jacket off. You know what I think I'm going to do? I think on the King of the Ring 96 podcast, I think I'm going to message Joe on air. And we're going to crush the beef on air. Yeah. A beef um, that literally doesn't exist, but whatever. I mean. I'll do you one better. What? I think you should Facebook call him. He would never answer me. Nah, he might. I'm afraid he won't answer the message. Well, I don't know. Not How answer long is King of the Ring? I don't know. I if don't you know. do it early on in the show and he, we don't hear back for an hour, then he gets a phone call. I wouldn't call him. It's got to be early in the podcast. Oh, yeah. The message would be sent before the show started. Yeah. I think you should do it. What are you going to write? I'm going to be, I, this is what I'll be, I think, Joe. Are you going to be like a dick? No, I'm going to be like, Joe, first off, congratulations no on your wedding. No reason to be. I'll be oh, like, okay. I'll be like, Joe, congratulations on your wedding. Thought to okay. that, which I could have been there, period. You're going to write that? <laughs> Why not? It's a, I don't fucking care. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going like, to be like, bro, I keep on hearing that you think that I unfriended you and, like, I don't like you or something. Not the case, man. Never unfriended you. I think you unfriended me on either a miscommunication or going through something. But, like, I didn't even know at one point we weren't friends on Facebook until you re-added me. So, like, I don't know what happened. You've never done anything bad to me that I know of. So, like, I don't know what the issue is here. But, like, I just want this narrative to end. And I want you to formally know that I never did that. Nor would I ever want to do that. I have no reason to do that. And just leave it there. Yeah. I'm also 32 years old. Like, I'm not a fucking preteen Who's going to just go around doing that? Like, I don't care. I add people, and then I fucking forget that they're my friends, and I don't fucking yeah. make that, unless they interact with me. Well, and it's another thing, too. Like, when I, and by the way, we're getting our Jake the Snake versus Hunter Hearst Helmsley match here. But uh, it's another thing, too, is, like, when I'll have Joe alone or even me, Joe, and Screech, Joe can usually talk pretty candidly about people. And, like, he doesn't do that about you. So I genuinely don't know what the issue is. Like, it'd be one thing, Bob, if it's like, okay, Joe's being like, oh, I don't know. But then, like, behind your back is like, yo, fuck Bob, I, blah, 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 like, whatever. Yeah. He he genuinely doesn't do that. So I don't know. It's really weird. I think Joe got caught being a dumbass and now feels stupid, so he'd rather just drag it out. Like, I oh, Bob caught me that he d- I deleted him for being stupid because I was in a mood. And he caught me. And now instead of just facing that, I don't know. I don't know. It's stupid. It's stupid. Yeah, and, like, I don't uh, even know if I, I did anything to him to justify I don't think I did. I, I don't think so. I mean, people can take my sarcasm Joe the wrong is, way. Yeah, he is sensitive. Yeah, so I, like if I, I made a that. sarcastic joke or something, that could have triggered right. him. I don't know. 
He is sensitive. Well, that's when you just communicate and be like, Bob, like that kind of bugged me. Like, okay, dude, my bad. Like, I'm just joking. I don't mean what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like Dallas and Joe got kind of on the same page at the wedding, which was good. I mean, I didn't think there was a page not to be on at this point, to be honest with you, but. I have a follow. I have a follow up for that that we can discuss after. But uh, we're in a finger lock here. Hunter Hurstelmsley's pretty much uh, making Jake trying to make him at least look as good as he can. Does I anyone my, does, it, does anyone have interest in this match? Because Jake no. Roberts being yes. in a first round King of the Ring match in 1996 is bullshit. Yeah. No, this this feels like uh, Jake Roberts being the Bob Holly to Helmsley Steve Austin right now. I would hope so. Um, you know what? I, I do have one beef with Joe. And it's the okay. fact that I had, I mean, I guess I didn't have to, but it's the right thing to do. He bailed on us on the two CW tickets. Yeah. Would have cost Dallas 175 bucks or whatever. And I was like, you know what? I'll fucking foot it and find someone yeah. else to go to not waste the ticket. Yeah. Well, that's that, true. that, that whole situation has left a, a pretty, uh, a sour taste in my mouth, but but he also fucked over his other group of friends too. He did. That I, that's what makes it even worse. Like he yeah. fucking bailed on us and then proceeded to bail on the people that he bailed us for. And then never even just went. He just didn't go. Yeah, he was watching it on YouTube. Yeah. Um that left a bad taste in my mouth, but that has now it has turned me into having a new rule if I buy a group of tickets. So it is what it is. Outside of the core four. Core three. Core three. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I've tried to explain Joe's actions in the past. It's just there's some stuff, dude. I don't know what goes on in that motherfucker's head. I don't know. I don't know why he does that shit. And honestly, sometimes I feel like Joe doesn't know why he does that shit. Yeah, that's true. Um. Back in the ring here, the action has been very slow. Jake Roberts has been in control, I'd say, what, guys, 85% of the match? I mean, uh-huh. pretty much the whole time. Yeah, I'll be um, honest. This match is not helping how tired I am right now. Well, and now they're teasing the snake thing, and they're making it not even about the match already, and now, like, he's scared of the snake. And, and the girl ringside earlier was talking. She's like, Hunter's great. He's perfect. Hunter's woman there is pretty good looking. If she is. Uh, that snake is 100% not real, right? The way it was just moving? I, Do we think I, that's a real snake in that back? I can't tell I, these days. I, I think it's real. The way that just moved looked like a robot, though. Yeah. It yeah, might be real. If it's fake, they don't open you trust the bag. Me? If it's real, they open the bag. Exactly. Yep. Man, I need to get back in the locker room. Let me tell you something, man. Trust me. Oh, shit. What's this? I got chocolate syrup. Where did I have chocolate syrup on my shirt? (laughs) (laughs) Jake the Snake Roberts, the type to have, like, M&M crumbs crushed in his pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Damn it, man. Hunter's like, get up, Jake. You're not going to get in the way of my kick in the ring fucking push. <coughs> Jake I had to Roberts, get the job at WrestleMania. 
Jake Roberts is the type of guy that would go to bed, wake up in the morning, get up, and see that there's, like, peanuts in his bed, like, coming out of his, like, you know, fucking pocket of his shirt. Or not even knowing where it came from, and he would just eat it. <laughs> it's like the shirt pocket, and it's already yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it yeah. He's like sweating from like his you know coke sweats or whatever, and he stands up and he's like, "Wow, what peanuts?" No, he doesn't even stand up. He just opens his eyes. He looks down like on a shirt, and then oh, breakfast in bed. Yeah, he feel he feels a scratch <laughs> on his belly. He's like, "What the hell?" And it's just like peanuts just digging into his skin. He's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, dude." There's my breakfast solution, peanuts. Breakfast in bed. Jesus Christ. These King of the Ring matches have gone quite a while here. I know. I just don't get it. I don't get who was like, yo, we're in the middle of a youth movement. You know who'd be a great hire? Half drug, half God, Jake the Snake Roberts. Well, you know, and what's funny is I feel like Jake Roberts hasn't really been putting people over. No. It's not the young. I mean, he put over Bulldog, but Bulldog is really not young. Yeah, it doesn't really feel like he's uh, doing anyone any favors here. Well, look at Warrior. Warrior definitely, he came to get him. He ain't putting nobody over. You go, you go in with Bulldog or uh, with Warrior, knowing that he's not about to lose to somebody. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Like Helmsley should win this. I don't understand. He should have won this f- fucking four minutes ago. Yeah. Realistically. Short arm clothesline by Jake the Snake. Oh, they want the DDT. Are they going to get the DDT? Bob, I'm going to hold you to you messaging Joe on the podcast. I will, dude. I will. And I just, because yeah. I just, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of, like, screeching messaging me and be like, dude, what's, your bro- what's the problem with Joe? And I'm like, first off, nobody fucking knows. Number two, nothing from me. I don't know what to tell you. Right. Nine hundred seven three seven four WWF. I don't even think I would have gone to his wedding. Wait, option six. Vince McMahon responds to billionaire Ted's latest corporate something. I missed the last one. Oh God. You said you wouldn't have gone, Bob. Probably not. Yeah. Bob doesn't like weddings, so. I hate weddings. I hate weddings, funerals. Well, I never go to them. Like my cousins have all had weddings and stuff. I didn't go to any of them. Jake just hit the DDT. Um, but after being a one, two. Oh, oh turn no. this shit off. Turn it off. Turn it off. I'm axing it out. I'm oh, turning it no. off, dude. Are you shitting me, dude? That's one, man. Going to That's one hundred percent not a real snake. There's no way. I I think you're right because the way it's even bending is like not how a snake bends. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? He is just he, hit it. Is he gonna open that thing? Maybe he, he is. Clean, clean DDT. One, two, three. Hunter Harris Helmsley loses first round. Okay, it's real. 
Okay. Is it? Let's see. We gotta get. No, it's real. That's... It really looked fake as fuck, to be honest. It did, especially on that last close-up shot. Well, if you notice, it's real. It's much smaller than. It is. His regular fucking. He's teasing putting in the front of his tights, which we might get a wiener shot if he doesn't be careful. I heard that. I've heard that uh, Hunter Hussamsi has a small pecker, so we don't have to worry about that. I believe that. Yeah. I definitely believe that. Well, that's what closes out the show, folks. Talk about leaving a bad taste in your mouth. Oh my god, man. <coughs> All right. Well, what do we think of that show? I thought it was actually pretty fucking boring, to be honest with you guys. Yeah, I don't think I can disagree with that. I think the best part I, of it was Goldust fucking laying down, rubbing himself. Goldust and Mankind's promo was interesting because, I don't know, I just, I just like hearing him talk, I think, to be honest with you. But Goldust stuff is super interesting right now, and it's obviously controversial. I'm sure within the next week or two, there's going to be another note or letter written by some group of people angry awesome. about it. I uh, I didn't hate this week, I think, as much as you guys might have. I um, really? Well, I did appreciate that it's, like, mostly action. Even if the action is subpar at best, there wasn't a lot of, like, fluff. The matches yeah, that, are leading to something. That's fair. No, that's there was, fair. There wasn't an, an extended talking segment. Or right. The, the matches are leading to something. They all felt like a part of a bigger picture. They all had a reason for existing which was good um i don't know i i I do think that uh after tonight's showing obviously whoever is going against jake is a surefire winner because there's no way that dude goes beyond round two um so there you go that's an easy win for the next guy um steve austin advances which i think is is good i don't know necessarily how far he'll go but I think he'll be an interesting watch moving forward. Um, who else did we see tonight? Uh, in the quad, uh, the, the Godwins match. and uh, oh my god, Techno Team 2000. Well, wasn't there one more uh, first round? We had Steve Steve Austin against uh, Bob Holly. Bob Holly. And then we had Jake and Helmsley. All right. And then... Maybe it was just the three matches? No, who did Mankind face? It wasn't a qualifying, though, was it? No, it was not a qualifying match. Because oh, he's fighting so Undertaker. It was just King those Ring. two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, either way, there you go. Um, Mankind gets a good showing. Dallas said he has a good promo afterward. I'll take his word for it because I didn't have the volume on. I thought it was, like, fine, yeah. Um, I, and I am starting to get a little bit more and more bef- behind him. It kind of took me a minute, but, you know, I'm interested. I'm, I'm looking forward to see what's beyond for Mankind after The Undertaker, because I think he's a character where you can't necessarily just throw him in with anybody. So I think that's going to be interesting to see mm-hmm. what direction they go in after that. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't hate this episode. There was definitely, I think every match on the card went too long. That's, um, I think, I think that was what it was for me. Is like some of these matches just went too long, so they just, it was just yeah. lost less interest. 
Yeah. Um, and the sprinkling in of gold dust did help things break up. And it was an eye catcher. Like, it's like, again, you're trying to watch this wrestling program and this naked gold dude keeps popping up. Right. <laughs> you can't help but to just get your attention. So in that case, it worked. Um, I have zero, probably negative interest so below zero interest in a Jerry Lawler Ultimate Warrior yeah. showdown. Um, I think Warrior at this point probably should have just been a one-off for WrestleMania, and like that's all he did. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. I, I really wish they'd stop leaning on Lawler to get him in the ring and have matches every once in a while, because I think that dude's probably just best at the desk at this point if even that um but i don't know i think we're at a good point to really steamroll into king of the ring uh they definitely have a bunch of matches still to go and i'm a little bummed that the whole pay-per-view isn't going to just be the king of the ring because that's typically been the point but i guess we'll get the semifinals in the main event match at king of the ring i don't know it's going to be interesting to see how they do that well, they've had other non-tournament matches. Before. No, they have. They but definitely years. have. It's typically like, you know, a tag match or something. But I, Right. Is this year? No, because 93 had Hogan and Yoko. I was so going to say, there's at least one big featured match or something. Well, it yeah. looks like we're at least getting two this year. Yeah, right, we, Brett. Or not Brett. Uh, Sean and Davey and Undertaker uh, Mankind. So far. So far, and, announced, that, yeah. and that's not including anything with Goldust because he's not in the tournament, is he? Or was well, he? and Warrior and Warrior Lawler, Warrior Lawler. So we're getting a bunch of like more featured matches than just the tournament, which might be their attempt to get more people to try to order this pay per view. Right. Yeah, something like a more of a draw for people. Yeah. Well, I think because historically, has King of the Ring itself been a big draw? I don't think so. No, Maybe it's always his first one. It's always just kind of been like that filler, not filler, but like a secondary pay-per-view to bridge yeah. the gap between Mania and um, SummerSlam. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So. Yeah, I don't know. I guess uh, we'll kind of see how it goes. I think King of the Rings is going to sneak up pretty quick on us here. So. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I mean, it's two two weeks away at this point. Right. But I'm looking forward to it. Um, I hope you guys listening are looking forward to it as well. Uh, make sure you guys spread us around uh, to your friends and family, if you, especially if you hate them, just like how Dallas hates being <laughs> on this podcast. But yeah, no, chose I life. don't. He chose this life. I love this podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you guys got anything else or uh, are we good to carry on? It is time to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck? Mm-hmm. He, pre- he pressed the... Dude, he pressed the fucking soundboard. Well, All right. then. For, for Austin Skater and for Dallas Billy, I'm Bob Valley Jr. And this has been I Go Dallas, go ahead. Mm-hmm.